Good morning, men. Welcome back to the show. This is your host, Todd Archer, as always. I just want to pray for every man listening to this show and just pray for you that God, as always, is continuing to grow you, stretch you, get you out of your comfort zone because that's where our growth really takes place and that's where we need to be and I'm praying for each one of us myself included that we are in his will and being stretched and being grown so that we may provide glory for the kingdom of heaven and his plan for our lives so men welcome to the Friday edition of the call of men show it is awesome to uh, have the opportunity again to come to you today. I'm just so grateful and humbled that uh, God has given me uh, this avenue to share what God has done and is doing in my life uh, and my thoughts on what he is putting on my heart with you to help all of us become better men that he designed us to be. Like I said, it is the Friday edition, and sometimes, you know, you go through things in life, and you don't you don't know really what God is doing in your life, and I have been uh, going through that. I've told you several times, snidbits of my life, and hopefully uh, it's helped and you've gained some benefit or things that uh, you can use. So uh, today, since uh, some of you may just be coming to the show and listening and wondering what it's about, uh, I thought that uh, I would share a little bit more about myself than I have, to, to be transparent, to be uh open like i say like i say i i'm not talking at you i'm talking with you uh as far as these shows go and just the things that god's put on my heart the things that uh i see as a man that i myself need to improve and as he uh, leads me in his word and his direction that uh, I can pass those on to you. But I think, um, you know, it's come to a point to where I want you as the listeners, as the men uh, who are listening to this show, no matter where you're at, uh, that you, you know uh, a little bit more about where... I'm coming from. So today's show is titled, What Do I Do? And I'll give you a little history on me and where God has me. Uh, there is no uh, real true end to this show because he is still growing me every morning that I wake up. Uh, I learn something new every day. But to this day, uh, this is where he has me. So this will be a little uh, insight into your host. Again, my name is Todd Archer. Uh, I am a East Texas boy, uh, born and raised in small town Texas, uh, from Terrell, Kaufman, Forney, Wills Point, all the little places around uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Uh, so, you know, like I say, I am not a cowboy, but I am a country boy. Um, so in my journey and, uh, in my walk with, uh, the father through the son and by the Holy spirit, uh, I just give you a little list. I think that every man goes through, like I say, I am a simple guy. I am, I figure if I'm experiencing it, no matter uh, 
what that some other man is experiencing the same thing. That's one thing I've come to know and understand about God is that when he says we are all created equal, we are. There may be things that you're better at than me. There's a lot better speakers than me. There's a lot better, a lot smarter people in this world than me. But when it comes down to it, we all have the same struggles at different times in our lives, but it doesn't change the struggles that we face. Uh, for me, uh, some of my big ones uh, that I have uh, struggled with in my life uh, or, or adultery, uh, you know, I, I tell some of my friends know, and my dad knows, my family knows that, you know, the first time I ever took a look at a woman in a lustful way, I guess that I remember was probably six, maybe seven years old. Uh, and the, uh, old, uh, playboy magazines, cause that's how old I am. Uh, that there were still books, not everything was on the internet. Uh, and that led me down the path of always, uh, lusting after women. Uh, not only, you know, just the eyes, the flesh and my heart, right? Just being totally lost and away from God. Uh, we have never, or we, when I was growing up, my family, never went to church the only exposure to church that i had at that time was you know going with friends whenever there was some kind of event uh going to six flags with the, the church uh christmas maybe or thanksgiving sometimes you know just whenever my friends would invite me if i stayed over at their house on a on a saturday night then sunday morning they were going to church then i got to go to church so it wasn't i wasn't fully a churchgoer i haven't you know i kind of had glimpses of uh what uh or who god was but never had that relationship uh so it led me to a lot of different things one was adultery um and that continued on it's still a struggle if i'm being honest even today you know, uh, but I'm going to get through this list and then we'll kind of hit on that later. Um, I've been a liar to friends, family, and to me and to myself at who I am and what I am. Uh, and, and, and that's caused a lot of issues and friendships and, and whatnot. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a very, I used to be a very angry person all the time. Uh, the guys in the, in the, that were in my units in the, in the military know if they listen to this show that Archer had a temper and, uh, it, it, it didn't do me any justice. It made me an angry person, uh, which led to, uh, alcohol addiction, right? Pornography addiction, uh, trying to fill that hole that only, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ could feel. Um, you know, I've I've been a thief. I've done things that took away from uh, what people were owed for my self benefit. Uh, I have. Uh, I mean, all that includes, right? I mean, I have took from people something that they were owed, uh, whether it be money, whether it be honesty, whether it be time, whether it be whatever, all of them, I've been a thief of all of them from other people that were uh, in my life at one point in time uh, in this walk that uh, Jesus has allowed me to go on in order that I can sit here and talk to you and I tell you all of that because I want you to understand that just like everybody we read about in the Bible, I am that guy too. I am Paul who thought Christians were a bunch of hip hypocrites, right? I, you know, and that people uh, 
people are just bad, right? And I didn't have the full understanding uh, that, you know, I always thought it was somebody else's fault. I always thought that uh, somebody else's responsibility to um, make it right, not mine, right? Because I'm, you know, if you just do what I say, then everything will be right. Because I was in me. I was in the flesh. I was living 100% in the flesh, trying to get all the worldly things that I think we get sidetracked on, even as Christians, uh, that we want, right? And so, you know, I, I, you name it, I've probably done it, right? I, I mean, I don't know all of them and... You know, as I look back, I mean, there's a lot of sins that I committed. And there's a lot of things that I still struggle with today that I, you know, I feel a little guilt. You know, I'm not shameful anymore because thankful for Jesus Christ and him coming in in my life. He's opened my eyes to uh, that that, again, is not who I am, but things that I have done. Right. So if I go through the list of being an adulterer and I be a murderer, right? And in Jesus' definition of being a murderer, I, I have been that, you know. And uh, at times, I think uh, I still am at sometimes, even though I love Jesus and I talk about Jesus on this show. But if I'm being real with you, I mean, there's times that I talk about people, God's creation in a way I shouldn't. You know, but the one thing that I have learned um, is that God loves me and I and I try to live in his grace uh, in the in the fact that I realize when I, I am convicted by the Holy Spirit, when I make those mistakes uh, and that I uh, repent of my sin and I know I'm forgiven Right. And I think that's important for each man that is listening to this show is to know that you are forgiven. Once you've accepted Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Now, you will feel the conviction uh, that is needed for repentance by the Holy Spirit that now lives inside of each one of us that has accepted Jesus Christ. And just being able to live in that grace, to know that. I messed up and that I am forgiven and God, if I wake up the next morning, has given me an opp another opportunity not to do that again, right? To learn from my mistakes, to keep moving forward. And so, you know, you name it, I've done it. That's what I want you to know, that I am no better than you. I am no worse than you, right? I mean, we're all created equal. We are all sinful in our nature, in our flesh, and we are all battling those things that Satan tries to use against us to diminish our relationship with the Father. And I've been every one of those. Every single one. You name it, I've done it. And I'm pretty sure that you have too in some form or fashion uh, that uh, we have all sinned against God and we all continue to sin against God. No matter how much we love Jesus, his son, and no matter how much we try to look like Jesus, we are going to fail. That's what grace is for, that he gives you that next opportunity. He gives you that next moment to get more into his word and learn more who he is so that we can continue to go on because those failures that we have when we share with other people like I hope this episode does for you uh, is to realize that our testimony is powerful and the power of Jesus covers all our sins he died on the cross and shed his blood for that specific reason you know and it is uh, like I said, I'm just so thankful that he has given me 
put it on my heart for this uh, platform to be able to speak to you about this because this is my life. You know, I started at a young age lusting after women. And it almost cost me the current marriage that I'm in because it took me 40-something years to really have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Even though I accepted him into my life, I remember the day. I don't remember the day or time, but I remember where I was. I was in Wiley, Texas, sitting in an apartment, right? And uh, needing something because it was living a lifestyle that was full of sin. Uh, and uh, I just needed him. And a, and a pastor came over and talked to me. The hair stood up on, on my arms. I felt the spirit of God in the room and I accepted Jesus in my life. And that was back in 1996, 97, somewhere along in there, 98 maybe. But I didn't have a relationship with Jesus from that point, right? I chose to. Put, as as I heard the other day from one of our men's groups, uh, I chose to put uh, my sanctification process on hold and continue to live in the flesh. And I say all of that to say that I understand the struggles of every man. Whether it be, I mean, it's, it's there. We should all understand that every man we look at in some form or fashion is struggling with the same things that we're struggling with, right? It doesn't matter what you call it. It's still a struggle. It's still a battle of the spirit with the flesh. And when we start to lean on God, when we start to trust what Jesus says in the New Testament, right, and who we are now that we have accepted him into our life, then we can start to see the things that we have been blessed with and how much he loves us through those things, no matter how hard they were, no matter how hard uh, they're going to get, we can have that joy and that peace and that comfort and rest easy in Jesus Christ. You know, as I reflect on my life, as I was going and and putting this show together and okay it's free for all friday right i mean we can talk about whatever and i just wanted i just felt him putting it on my heart that i need to tell you more about me not that i'm anything special because i'm not i'm just a child of god like you i love jesus and i'm trying to get better every day and that's the reason this show is here to help you help all of us grow together like I said, I'm talking with you, not at you. These are things that he has put on my heart uh, and shown me that I need to work on. And if I need to work on it, being the average Joe that I am, then there's a lot of other men out there that need to be working on it as well. And to know you're not alone, to be there and let you know that we are facing the same struggles. Um, you know, I accepted Christ in 98. And I have only had a relationship with Christ for about the last 10 years when all of that came to a head and I almost lost the family that I have now because of my adulterous ways and my lustful ways and all of this stuff, right? But by the grace of God and the woman that he placed in my life being strong enough to forgive even though it's not easy and, uh, you know, it still rears its ugly head at times, uh, in our relationship, you know, but that's okay. I did it. Now I have to, I have to suffer the consequence, but the change in me that has come from that has been a true blessing in my life. I love my wife. No doubt about it. Do I still struggle with those things? Do I still struggle with the flesh when the stress gets high, when I don't know how I'm going to pay a bill, when I don't know, uh, you know, 
if I'm getting attacked from some angle, yeah, it's still there. It's it's still a daily battle. Do I win all the time? No, I don't. And neither were you. And that's okay because that's where the grace comes in. And I've learned to uh, really take hold of that and understand I am forgiven. You know, and start looking. You know, I've asked God many times, you know, why why won't you, just like Paul, why won't you, why can't I get over this? Why can't I defeat this? And the answer I come to is that we are all still sinners. We all battle with the flesh, and we will continue to battle with the flesh until Jesus takes us home, and we're in the perfect body that he intended for us originally. So I know that was kind of a little uh, long rant on, on my past, but small-town boy, uh, sinner just like everyone that hears his show. And if there was, if Jesus can save me, he can save you. You know, that's the message of hope. You know, what do I do? So all I have to say that the last 10 years have, have really been a growth process in my relationship with Jesus Christ. Almost losing my marriage, my newborn twins, right? And going through that process of how do we heal? How do we grow? I don't think that we've taken the steps in our relationship that would have made it a lot easier. But nonetheless, because of the love and grace of Jesus Christ, we, we're we still growing. We're still working on it. We're still going through it. We're in the fight and uh, we love each other, and I believe I've gained some of her trust back. Like I said on the other show, not all of her respect, but that leads me to my next, my next section of life. So, you know, from my growing up years until I'm 40, 43, 44 years old, it was a life full of alcohol and partying and uh adulterous ways uh delving into things that uh should not have been involved in that clearly states in the bible that was a sin uh like i said you name it i've i've done it right uh so i and that's my point is that when i say i'm talking with you i am because i say these things because i need to hear them and if I'm needing to hear them, and if God's been so kind as to show me those things, then I want to share them with you because it's my testimony and there's somebody who can relate to me, right? So to recap all of that, blah, 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 that I just spit out there, uh, small town boy got caught up in lust, adultery, being a thief, a liar, a murderer, all of that, sex addict, alcoholic, right? All of those things. That you know, Put it in a ball, that was me. You could probably throw more in there too, if I'm being honest. But I wanted to say all of that so you get a picture of who this guy is on this microphone that's talking to you, uh, that I have lived a life of sin and still battle with sin. That's the main point. I mean, it is something that we will continue to battle with until Jesus takes us home. So don't get discouraged in the fact that if you slip up and fall back into it, that it's the end of your relationship with Christ because it's not. Because he's going to put his arms around you. He's going to hold you. He's going to love you. And he's going to lead you to where you eventually understand that is a flesh thing, just like in Romans 8 when Paul says, why do I do the things I don't want to do, but I can't do the things I want to do that I know is right, right? So we're constantly going to be battling that, but it doesn't change God's love for us and his will in our life for us. He understands, and that's what makes it powerful is that our testimony is our life. Because there is somebody out there who understands what I'm saying, who understands the things that I talk about. And just like Wednesday night at our men's Bible study at our church, one of my best friends 
is able to share his, a little bit of his testimony about his life. And I know there was somebody sitting in that audience that needed to hear what he had to say. Right. And it was it was so cool to watch and so cool to see. And I and I was just thankful that I could be there for that opportunity. Whereas before the old Todd would have been, oh, I want to speak. It's got to be about me. Right. Because I want the glory. I want the I want the recognition. I want the. Right. But God has changed me and worked on me. And that's where we're going now. You know, I look at God's grace and all the things that. I was. As I call myself that I identified with the worldly things that I identified with. And I look now at where God has me in the relationship that he's built with me and the relationship I continue to try to grow. Am I perfect at it? No, there's days I fail horribly, but I am comfortable in the fact that Jesus Christ promised me grace. And then when God looks at me because of Jesus Christ's sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection, that he no longer sees that. And he forgives that as far as the East is from the West. And I can take comfort that when I go to God with my heart, when I see that I have made those mistakes and I repent of those things, that I can go on and be bold the next day and say the things that we talk about on this show, even though I may not be 100% living them out, that's something I'm striving for. So never quit striving to build that relationship with God. Never quit speaking God's truth whether you're living it out or not 100% is not going to happen but we still have to be bold in our confidence that we are forgiven and the only one that judges us is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit so everybody else's opinion doesn't really matter we understand the truth and fact of God that we are forgiven because of Jesus Christ sacrificed. We have accepted Jesus Christ into our lives, which makes us clean and washed by the blood of Jesus. So when we feel that temptation not to say something because we are ashamed of our past, that's when we should speak the loudest because we have authority to speak into it because we've lived it. So don't be shy, be bold. Don't be embarrassed, be honest, right? And speak the things that you have lived. That's not who you are anymore. That's something you did in the past. And it don't matter if it was 30 seconds ago, 15 seconds ago. That's in your past. Now well, let's go back, get refocused on God and what God wants us to do and what he wants to put in our life. And I'll give you a perfect example. I can live all of that trash that I lived for 43 years doing the things that I was doing that I shouldn't have been doing that I was an enemy of God even though I accepted Jesus but Jesus was watching over me he was allowing these things to happen so he could turn them into maybe this it this show right here right that I can come to you and speak on a wide range of topics about the the evil person i was the bad things i had done and now jesus has me talking about him in a way that you know there's only like i told you on the last last show show before last look there's two things i have passion about and that's talking about jesus and and being healthy other than loving my family and my kids and and, and all that but as far as doing things this is one of my favorite things to do is to learn about God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit and being able to share it in a way that hopefully is simple enough for everybody to understand, right? And, and I feel like that's one of my gifts that he's given me. I can take something really complicated and break it down into something that's not simple but is understandable. So anyway... So I lived that life of trash, 43 years of trash, right? Or experience building. Let's call it experience building, right? Because now I look at the grace of God and I've got a beautiful family. 
a beautiful wife who shows me what accountability is, what love is, what tough love is, right? Somebody he put in my life who was so spiritually strong that she could forgive me and lead me closer to Christ. And I'm so thankful to God for her because she is my divining rod. And I'm, and I'm, I'm happy to be her husband. She's my name, whatever, doesn't matter. I am honored to be her husband. Because if it wasn't for her, there's no telling where I would be. My kids. I was telling uh, buddies of mine the other day, there is no way that Todd Archer should have kids ever in my mind. Right? I mean, it, it, there is no way I want to bring my past into my kid's life. And God has blessed me and got me to a point now to where I'm not worried about that. It's my biggest concern now is I am I doing enough to build their trust in Jesus? You know, I've got a great group of men uh, who who feed into me, who I learn a lot from mentors, pastors, <clears throat> you know, I, I, everybody's got something. And I love that he has given me the opportunity and brought men and people into my lives that have helped to grow me to make me a better human. Am I there? No, I got a lot of work to do still. But that's beside the point. You know, and he's placed me in a position that I get to do this show and I get to serve my wife and my kids uh, and provide for them the things emotionally, physically, you know, just to do things with them and to help grow in that process, which, like I said, I I don't feel as deserving or that I'm worthy of, but God does. He sees something in me that I don't see, and he sees something in you that you don't see. So trust in that. You know, like I said, trash almost lost my marriage really dove into loving jesus talking hard truths about jesus and just you know i'm the guy that's black and white there's not a lot of gray area right but you can't really be that way with jesus because <clears throat> or god because i'm not saying there's gray area he's pretty black and white but when you start adding the aspects of love and grace into your life you start looking at things a little bit different, right? So as, I, as I'm as i growing, you know, I'm hungry. I'm really getting into Jesus, and I'm really learning about him, and I'm really speaking these hard truths to my friends and my people and alienating people because, you know, it's this way and it's that way. Right? What I've come to learn and understand is, man, I still got a lot to learn, right? That's not the way Jesus would have done it. And as I see how Jesus did it, always had time for people, always had this and that. You know, as I talk all that stuff, and then, bam, we go through my wife losing her mother and her baby sister within 36 hours. Uh, very difficult time in our life, especially coming out of uh, the trash that I brought into our relationship and having to deal with all of the adulterous things that I was doing in, in, in my new marriage with new twins, right? And then the one patriarch <clears throat> of our family is gone. And then the baby, her baby sister dies 36 hours later. It, we were going through a lot, but our, our relationship has always been that. Just the way God made it. So we're just rolling with it and trusting in him to lead us but so we go through that right and then you look at what is it you know we had a lot of death in that period a lot of loss in that period not only did we have to struggle through with the problems that i brought into the relationship but now we have to deal with this stress and loss and depression and all of this on top of on top of that 
And then that was in 2017. And then three years later, your baby daughter, your seven-year-old, comes down with cancer. Wow, right? (laughs) That's a lot of... you know, if I'm looking at it, that's a lot of that's a lot of poop in one pile on one family, right? I mean, there's others that's gone through worse. That's what I do understand. There's there's been a lot more traumatic things happen to other people, uh, but for us, it was big, right? We can only live the life that we're given, and those moments and those emotions of going through that were huge, and they were devastating, and we're still filtering through. But that's the that's the grace of God. Men, is that it doesn't matter how long it takes. As long as he's still working on you and you come to understanding of the little things, uh, maybe day by day or week by week, right? And he's going to continue to show you his faithfulness. And uh, coming out of Stella having cancer um, and, and going through that battle and, and just seeing the love and the grace and all the God winks that God kept showing up and saying, hey, I'm here. Don't worry about it. It's okay. And finally, you know, just just trusting in that, coming out of that. Uh, wow. It's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I'm working on a book that goes through kind of all the emotions and, you know, the details. I don't know how long it's going to take me to write it, but I am writing it. So, but anyway, so you go through that, you know. You come out of that and you're just like, what do I do now? And that's kind of the title of the show is, you know, what I do now. So where am I at now? Uh, I am a position right now to where for the last two years that uh, it's kind of uncertain, right? Uh, But what I've my main point was that even though it's not clear of what God wants um, career-wise to happen in my life, that uh, I am fortunate enough to see that he is blessing us in other ways and he is truly blessing my wife. And, you know, when you get to that point and you don't know what to do and, and and the guys who listen to this who know me know that it's been two years and i i mean i've looked for work i've you know i've worked for some friends and it just didn't happen you know and that's okay you know that's that's god's plan he's got other things for me right now and uh i trust in that and you have to be comfortable with that is my point is that you know sometimes we get focused on providing for our families in only a financial way but there's as my buddy says he he said there's all those other lees in there that we have to be able to provide for our families emotionally phys- you know lovingly all all the lees that come along with the word provision right and that's where he has me right now is growing those other leaves in my life uh, in a provision way. Now, what that's going to bring you or what that has brought me uh, in my life because I'm trusting in God. And we know when we trust in God and we lean on where he has us, there are going to be some attacks. And they're going to be some some punches in the mouth that come from the other side. And they're going to come from the people that are closest to you. Right? But we have to keep trusting that we are where God wants us to be. And we have to take full control of that. Uh, in my home. My wife, you know, like I told you the other day, told me she lost respect for me. And, and I get it. And I, and I see. And I just keep trusting in, in God that... Uh, by my actions and doing his will that 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 will see that I'm yeah I'm not bringing in all the money and I'm not doing all of this and I'm but I am supporting her because all the opportunities are coming my wife's way and I and I'm proud I love it I love to see it. it makes my heart joyful to 
to see the opportunities coming her way. And so I'm supporting her. I'm trying to encourage her in what God is doing for her and, and fully take vest in that. So I'm saying all that to just be happy where God has you and trust in that and start looking at how you can provide those other leads in the people that he has put in your life. You know, uh, I get to go to the men's groups. I get to get fed by men wiser and greater in knowledge than in the Lord than me. And as I continue to build that relationship, as I continue to be able to do this show and, and grow the relationships that are being built through this show from the guys who know me for the guys all over the world that I don't know. I get to come to you and I get to share my experiences and the things that God has shown me with you to help you to grow you. You know, uh, what do I do? How do I, all of this stuff. And I know that's kind of a hyper fast timeline for my life. I mean, and I think it's, it's, it's the same for everybody, right? Center, 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 and then Jesus, right? Now, Jesus doesn't mean that sin automatically goes away, but it starts to lessen, lessen, lessen as your heart changes over time, as he teaches you and grows you and, and leads you in things, right? That's where I'm at, right? He's still leading me. He's still guiding me, but there is value in the life that I used to live and that I still struggle with today, even being a follower of Christ, but it's less and less. Right. But that when I get arrogant, when I get confident that I know all about Jesus, then that's when it pops up. Because we always have the need for Jesus and whatever sin, whatever struggle, I'm not okaying it or I'm not saying that it's okay to do it. I'm just saying it's going to be there. And why is it going to be there to remind us that we need Jesus in our life because we will never be able to overcome it. Or be able to move forward in our life until we accept that the only way that we get through this life is because of Jesus. And having this opportunity to share this little bit about me with you, I know it's super fast and there's a lot packed into here. And I hope you stay to the end because, I mean, it is and take comfort where God has you, right? Lean on God. Trust in God's plan for your life. No matter if you can't see it, you don't know what you're doing, just take every day with every opportunity that he puts in front of you and enjoy it, embrace it, and say, you know what? If I'd have been doing something else, I wouldn't have got to talk to this person today, right? Or I wouldn't have been able to, to, to learn more about Jesus by being able to go to this Bible study, right? And like a, a friend of mine reminded me the other day, uh, Edward, a good friend of mine, uh, he told me, God first, everything else is second, even your family. So if you have an opportunity to go to a Bible study and you feel like he's calling you to go to that Bible study and you've got people pressing you, to, well, you're spending too much time uh, at these men's groups and Bible studies, keep going. Because God comes first and there's something that you're going to learn in and through that that's going to benefit your family in the long run. One thing I've learned about God is we have to start looking for the big picture, the eternal picture, uh, and quit looking at so much at what is right in front of our face. We have to take the blinders off and we have to see in a, in a panoramic view of everything that's happening in and around us, being aware and uh, to learn that. But trust in God. Get with good men, godly men, who can help lead you and guide you <clears throat> closer to God. Uh, and just, you know, be happy where God has you. That's the main thing, right? Be happy and do what you can. Be a better husband. Be a better servant. Be a better father, right? Take, I don't know. Whatever you have going on in your world, 
that's what you have to be happy where God has you. It may not be going right. It may be ugly, but it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. One thing I have learned and I stand on firmly is that God will build you to what he has coming for you. And if you can take that thing and just say, you know what? I know God's got something coming for me. So I'm going to keep doing these things. Right. And, and don't do like I did with the show at first and just kind of do it because that's what God put on my heart and it felt cool. So I did it, but I didn't really go into it like I feel thanks to Adam, my buddy, uh, that I really didn't do it. I didn't go in with everything that God wanted me to do. And there's still a lot of areas that I need to improve in uh, uh, to to really do that. And I'm slow. I'm, I'm a slow learner. So he has to be real patient with me and making the show better and finding the right software so I can get other people on here so that y'all can, uh, some of the great men that he has led me to in my life and that has shown me so much that uh, I can share those men with you to help the growth of you because that's what I want. I want every man that hears this show, and I know I've gone long and I apologize, but just stick with me that he has led me to such great men that have had such impact on my life uh, that I want to share with you because in the end, as much as I don't like people, I love people, right? And I want to see everyone do all and be all that God has created them to be, to step out into and be confident in who God has made them. That's that's my ultimate goal. So, um, man, I hope you have a little bit better and clearer picture on <clears throat> who the host of this show is, that hopefully it will bring a little more relational uh, and attachment to the show, that you'll continue to listen and continue by your uh by God's grace through you that it will continue to grow, that we can continue to make the impact on men that we need to make and help strengthen us knowing that I was the lowest of the low, right? Everything the Bible tells us not to do, I've done, you know, and there's some of you out there that may not have done all <laughs> uh, that he tells us not to do. But there, hopefully there's some part in this show that you can connect with and take hold and say, you know what? I was that. I know what he's talking about. Right? And it connects us together as men that we can grow and step out and grow our families and grow our communities and grow our countries and the world. Right? That's my, that's my whole, and it, that's my hope. That And I feel that's what God has put on my heart to do it uh, through his blessing and through his grace and through his abundant provision that that's where it will get to. Uh, I'm trusting in him. Uh, so that's a little bit about your host. Uh, some of the things that I've gone through, some of the things I still battle with. Um, I, I don't. I don't know what else to say. I'm just an average guy just like everybody out there. And I know every man on the face of this earth is facing the same struggles. Because if I'm if I'm feeling it, so is everybody else. Because we're all men. So keep strong in God. Be happy where he has you. Be happy. Be joyful, not happy. Be joyful where he has you. Seek an opportunity to serve others in that <clears throat> excuse me, to serve others in those moments where we don't know what the plan is. We don't know what it looks like six hours from now or 30 minutes from now. Find somebody else to help, to talk to. You know, they're always there, and God will continue to place them in front of you. So just take those opportunities. Just be happy where God has you. Be joyful. Man, a happy word. And y'all know what I feel about that. But be joyful in where God has you. Right? Don't worry about it. Trust in God. Ask. Be patient. 
and just do what a man should do, whether it's lead, whether it's serve, whether it's listen, whether it's hug, whether whatever it is, don't be afraid, right? 365 times all throughout the New Testament or, or the whole Bible, do not fear. Trust in God. That's it. Be be joyful where he has you. That's where I'm at. I'm joyful where he's got me. I get slapped in the face every day because other people don't think I'm doing enough. And that's okay because I'm doing what God wants me to do. And sometimes those slaps in the face are needed because I'm not even doing what God wants me to do. I'm just being lazy. So don't be me. Be you. And as I grow and try to do more, and when those slaps in the face come, I realize that's, hey, God telling me I need to get back to work. Right? This is not what, don't waste the time that God has given you. I've wasted a lot. And I don't want you to waste anymore. And I don't want to waste, waste any more. So let's hold each other accountable. Uh, get into a good men's group. Trust God. Be, be joyful where he has you. And, and work where he has you. And what he's placed in front of you. So, men, as always, as you do what you do today, answer the call of men.